said We'll find a dry place under the sky Where the flowers fall up there And for my joy I will give you a boy With a moon and stars On his head Her silver hair flowed in the air, laying waves across the summer. Her hands were like the white sands, and her eyes had diamonds on. We left the road and headed up to the top of the whist. Wood. And we walked till we came to where the holy magnolia stood. There we lay, cool in the shade, singing songs and making love. earth beneath us and the universe above Good morning, Pam. Happy Saturday. I cannot believe it's April 25th. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. And month is just flying by. I know. And that's an exciting thing because the more it flies by, the faster we get to see part one of Gabriel's Inferno. I know. I I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's... Last, yesterday. I was watching the um, the podcast, Passion Flicks podcast, mm -hmm. where they had Tusca talking about Gabriel's Inferno and everything. And it was like, I one of the one, I think it was like the one with Emma Chase, the second one, where they had mm -hmm. the teaser, yes, on the TV because I played it on the TV as opposed to my phone or laptop or anything. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Too much. I, I'm telling it's you, um, I, I, I'm telling you, uh, last night I binge watched all the passion pods they produced. <laughs> so I had hours of passion pod goodness with Allie, Lauren, and the woman herself, Tasca, And... Um, it was just, I'm, I'm so jazzed. I think that's why I'm so excited about the podcast this morning because I'm so energized by hearing all the good things that they're working on. 
and so many of the stories about Gabriel and the expressions on how excited they were from yeah. viewing part one, from viewing the trailer even, and then viewing part one. So, so exciting. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I'm almost happy that we can't have a premiere initially because I think it might take me out. <laughs> I think seeing it on the big screen might just be, <laughs> lead to my demise. I mean, I think the emotions would be so overwhelming. I don't know if I could handle it. Oh, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm exaggerating. I wish we'd have the premiere. I mean, don't, don't think I don't want to have it, but I, I think emotionally it is going to be such a tour de force. Um, and, and I, I can't wait to see, um, it on any size screen. And I'm still hopeful at some point we will be able to get to see it on a big screen. I, you know, I think once I think, um, our, our state safe at home, stay at home. Mm-hmm. Pain and, and everything calms down a little bit uh, with this virus that it will it that they may have something special come up like maybe yeah for the second or third portion of the movie because they're going to be released you know like by about once every month mm-hmm. and uh, so that'll so that'll be good on that end yeah um, it'll be exciting that's for sure. So, this morning, I chose the song that you've been listening to a little bit, kind of special, um, which is a uh, Cat Stevens, or also known now as Yusuf Islam, uh, song, A Boy with the Moon and Star in His Head. And I chose this particular song because basically for the, you know, it tells the story of a young man who, who meets this ethereal being and goes off and does what he does and conceives a child with this being and in the meantime goes off and gets married to the gardener's daughter and apparently has a fairly good life and then a year later uh, a young baby shows up on his uh, doorstep and this ethereal being had said that in, in, you know, in a year I will give you a son, a boy with a moon and star in his head, and how he has brought um, kindness and joy to the world around him as he grows. And when somebody finally asked him, uh, you know, why, uh, all the everybody comes to see you they come at the line goes and people uh would ride from far and wide just to seek the word he spread he says i'll tell you everything i've learned and love is all he said so Mm. i love it one of one of the reasons is because you know with right now with everything that's going on with the with this covid virus that's around and everybody's being stuck in their house or if they do go out it's maybe you know if you have a dog you're walking the dog or doing some gardening in your yard or if you have a porch to sit on um if you have if you're if you don't have any of those things and you just have to get to a grocery store i mean that's basically what we're doing we're learning that we do a lot of zoom calls with people and 
or we do drive-bys with relatives waving, hi, how are you, or dropping, you know, if, if they're elderly or, or can't get out, at least stopping something and dropping something off for them. Even if it's just to ring the doorbell, what, what they, what do the kids call that? The ring and dash or something like that? Um, but it, yes. it, you know, it just brings everybody together and in, in a way that it, we have to spread the love <clears throat> and the joy that is still with us and we know will come about, you know, and it's, it's very important, you know, and that's one of the things that SR has, when we, we sent notes this week about what we can, you know, what news we can have and know all that kind of stuff. And his response was it, um, to share his greetings and his solidarity with everyone. Uh, some of our readers have been in lockdown for much longer than the U.S. and Canada. And he just wanted to encourage everyone to take time each day for beauty, positivity, and community. And he wanted to express to everyone that they are not alone. And whether you listen to podcasts or are involved in reading groups or in online forums, you know, the fact that, that we can interact with people and like-minded individuals and have virtual visits. You know, that's very important to him. In fact, we had a, a virtual cocktail party last night. Uh, <laughs> Did you now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> While I was binge watching the Passion Pods. <laughs> oh, he's, um, I, I have to say, uh, Pam and I both, um, really just that message from him was so meaningful. And I just feel like the fact he wants to share some of that uh, with all of us, his fans, his readers, his, um, uh, the podcast listeners, listeners, I just think is really special. Good morning, Annette. Did you bring the beignets? Um, so Annette, we just shared a bit of a message that SR, uh, sent, uh, and wanted us to share with the readers regarding the fact that he's, um, just been thinking about us, and he noted that some of our readers have been in lockdown for much longer than just the U.S. and Canada, and he wanted to encourage everyone to take time each day for beauty, positivity, and community, just to express to everyone that they're not alone, and the podcast reading groups and forums are really a great place to interact with like-minded individuals and have virtual visits, which is what we're doing right now this morning. And it's just so heartwarming and yes as Annette says he is such a big sweetheart it's so good true morning, hey mon he good is. morning you know, so good to see all of you you know and he he does care so much about his readers and you know he, he he's always looking out and checking in uh you know just making sure that everybody's doing okay whether it be physically or emotionally, just that everybody is, is together. So. Right. As, as Annette said, he's been so wonderful and truly he has. And I, you know, I think, I think now, um, especially as he continues his writing, he definitely keeps readers in mind. Um, and I think really that's what led him to working with passion flicks, 
um, and being convinced to work with Passion Flicks because of their care and um, complete com- commitment to the author and the author's storytelling because ultimately their focus is on the fans. And it's because they themselves are fans and they get it and they, they understand the value. So it's just, it's such a beautiful, I, you know, what a wonderful wake up morning message. I, I hope Betty who's making breakfast. She's, she's listening to us. She's uh, she's in the midst of her uh, kitchen duties this morning. Um, yeah. I just, I just, uh, I, I, I think everyone needs a little bit of an uplift um, at this time. And I think just having these good words, it's a great way to start the day. Absolutely. Betty's saying, and Betty jumped on and said, yes, hi, the boss is so kind. And she's saying hello to Monica. So yeah. he is really, really a wonderful um, way to start the morning. And Monica, you're not the only one who needs it. I think we all need it. We all do. Um, so, and there's so many, yes. so much good news to share. Oh, there is. There is so much. Um, one of the things, um, MJ and uh, Chrissy Mayer and uh, uh, Jen or, or Cran is uh, starting a Zoom read of uh, Gabriel's Inferno. Uh, so if you want to uh, get a hold, get together with them, they're uh, it's a reading group, so it'll be really cool. We can and everybody can get online and discuss the books and and you know just go back and forth with him on that. I think great. that'll be fun, and I think they yeah, posted so, in the Fox's Den and Argyle Empire, right? If yeah, you want to look yeah, for that, I, I'm. And that way, you can, and you can get together with them through that. There, uh, they'll send you the link. Uh, I I don't know how many have done Zoom. I think. With everything going on these days, I think a lot of people have, but they send you a, a link. You can tap into it and you can go in, go on. Um, it should be fun. Monica says, it's too late for me, LOL. I think it's 11 p.m. your time. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I haven't. What time it is. I, um, I signed up, I, but I haven't looked at it yet. It's been a little bit of a crazy week, so we'll have to see. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing our birthday girl of the week, uh, the birthday girl du jour, um, is Kenzie Ms. is Kenzie. now in the chat, chat room. Good morning, Kenzie Kins. How are you? <laughs> um, and Annette's sending you a birthday greetings. She hopes you had a nice birthday. And Monica said for her, it's 4 a.m. So unless you want to see me in PJs and in bed with panda eyes. <laughs> hey. Oh, Monica. That's me every time, Monica. So, um, oh. the other news he wanted to share is that um, the trailer is going to be released. I think on May first. When he sent this, he wasn't sure what day, but I know Passion Flicks announced that. Yes. Did you see the the the, the social media posts about May first oh, yes. is when it's coming? Oh yes. I am so very excited. <laughs> and yes. Betty, Betty referenced the, uh, the, new, the new reading in the chat room that there's more places for Team Paul to blossom. <laughs> That's very true. And Karen well, noted that you have until Sunday to sign up to co-lead a chapter. 
So, nice. and Annette says that's the best news ever. And it was great seeing Julio doing the dubs. Yes, it <laughs> was. It uh, I, for you, those of you who hadn't seen, there was an image of Julio who was able to get permission to go out um, to a recording studio and do some dubs for the uh, second and third uh, parts of Gabriel. So, very excited good. to see that too, very because exciting. you know it just makes it more real, doesn't it, folks? It's happening. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Monica, I have so much gray hair on my head; wrinkles don't face me. Oh my gosh! Um, the other thing, SR wanted us to remind everybody, is that the man in the black suit is on sale right now for ninety-nine cents U.S. 99 Canadian cents, um, 99p in the UK, and in 99 uh, uh, cents or you uh, Australia money, um, and it's through Amazon. So it obviously, if you don't have it, it's a great read. You should go get it. And even if you do, just tell your friends, uh, because what a nice uh, 99 cent opportunity to escape Absolutely. with Nicholas and Acacia and go on, you know, adventures through Europe um, and the Greek islands and mm -hmm. Morocco. Um, so and, most and definitely. You know, what's, what's really cool is that um, so much of his uh, stuff right now is on sale. And, you know, he's, he's, or, or just coming out there. There are so many readers coming to the Florentine series and the man in mm -hmm. the suit, which is great. Right. We actually had that discussion that, um, you know, Pam was noticing there's a lot more people out who I think, thanks to Passion to Flicks, um, and I can say I'm one of those types of readers that I, I'm learning and I'm meeting and discovering new authors through Passion Flicks. So I see that the option something, I want to read it by the, the author, and then I'm loving it, and then I want to read more by the author. So I think, in part, I think that's how people are coming to uh, Florentine series. And also, <laughs> and in the black suit, I'm just laughing at Betty's post because I, I love you so much, I, Betty. I got 99 problems, but the man in the black suit won't be one. That's no, right. that's for sure. To quote Jay-Z. I love it. So, also, at 10 o'clock this morning, SR is going 39 minutes from now, folks. 39 yes. minutes from now. SR is doing a takeover uh, in Effie's Reading Resort on Facebook. If you haven't joined. I'm sending the link right now. I'm not sending it, but I'm posting it in the chat room. Okay. Okay. So, so you can. Cool. Yep. Right there. Facebook.com slash group. I hope I hope you can link on it. I'm not sure, but it's SR. I think yeah, you can. It's Effie's Reading Resort. So that so that'll be fun, and also as, as a reminder, the new podcast starts uh, next week on all things SR. SR. It's next week. It's hard to believe. Yeah, I'm getting excited. He's going to be on the podcast, so um, there will be a new link which I'll be posting after the podcast today. Yes, and we will be pushing it out everywhere, one. ladies. But yeah. we need your help to keep pushing it out, let people know about it, um, have yeah, them I, sign up for it, have them sign up into Mixler so they can 
tune in and chat with us. Um, you can and listen without, the, but enjoy the frenzy. <laughs> and uh, anyone listening out there, uh, Monday is the last day to send your questions. Yes, we SR. already have twenty-five questions um, and, for uh, SR and counting. And, I didn't check this morning, um, but we keep getting questions from readers all over the world. I might add. Oh yeah, I was uh, surprised. There's um, even one from India. We want India, uh, Dahlia yeah. from Egypt submitted one. That's right. Um, we there. have South Africa represented, Australia. Um, so, and of course, several in the U.S. Puerto Rico has been representing um, Italy, Italia, as she uh, wrote. Um, so there are questions from all over the world coming in for SR. So SR, if you're listening to the podcast, your worldwide fan base is ready to chat with you. Um, next week, and I know they're going to be on um, in 40, less than 40 minutes uh, with Effie. Right. But um, it's very, very excited. And thank you, Lori. Lori's excited for for us, Pam and I, as too. well as you all the too. listeners. And Annette is too. And Monica. So it, it should be really good. Um, we're very excited that he's able to join next week to help kick off things. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Monica says her Portugal friends are fans are a little shy, and with some of the English Barry, I don't get because I don't have. But <laughs> but she's special. Cough cough. She's trying to convince them. <laughs> I know uh, that that that's the challenge. I know as well. Um, but they can still submit questions, Monica. Um, yeah, we, you know. And we'll ask, I mean, we will ask, and hopefully there would be a way. I don't know if we have a transcript, but um, But talk to us offline. Talk to us offline because we might be able to we might be able to see if someone can translate the answer for them. So it would be cool. It would be. (laughs) Yeah. So then, and then of course there's Passion Flicks. Yes, yes. Passion Flicks news, and I'm happy to say when um, we reached out to Allie who is their director of marketing and public relations. Um, she was able to share with us, um, and that what uh, some of you had seen already that the new merchandise for Gabriel's Inferno went up and this week you can shop your, till your heart's content. I know Kenzie did, um, on the shoppassionflix.com site. And I'm going to put this, in the chat room as well. So if you want to get your fix of Gabriel's Inferno fair, you can, they revealed several really cool t-shirts, um, initially. And Ali shared with us that they're going to be adding more next week, folks. So stay tuned to your Instagram and Twitter and Facebook accounts. Um, passion is going to be putting more, um, merchandise out including mugs and hoodies. So keep checking in. Yes. I was excited to hear about the hoodies. So, um, as I, I, as I was, (laughs) Uh, what, I, you know, there's a role playing Twitter feed for, uh, Anna, Anna and Christian gray, Mm -hmm. uh, out, 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 out in the ether on Twitter. And they're real, they're cute 
the way they go back and forth and it may it's interesting with the story and the kids and because now they have six kids you know as opposed to <laughs> just the little blip and um you know she's she's been helping with promote the gabriel's inferno movie and the book and and they're doing a reading thing uh in their group as well of gabriel's inferno and <laughs> So yesterday there was this little post of the T-shirt that says Emerson is an ass, <laughs> which is the shirt that Betty just noted that she loves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so she said she posted it, attaching it to Kristen. And so the comment back and forth about is this the professor again? You know, it's cute. Oh, they always go back and forth. I just, oh, yeah. I laughed. I, I laughed when I'm looking at the chat room and Annette just wrote, is it wrong to want an angel fucker t-shirt? Not at all. <laughs> I don't think so. We're giving you permission, Annette. We're giving you permission. You totally made me laugh on that one. And Jean Ann noted that the new hoodies are really nice. And I, I know, I know Kenzie had, um, when we were on the set visit, she had brought her hoodie, and it really was really sweet. Um, yeah, uh, Monica also loves that uh, the Emerson is an ass T-shirt, which is really great. Um, and Lauren said, the hoodie, there's the hoodie in the shop now. I can't wait for the mugs and whatever else they add. Um, <laughs> for Betty, there should be a hoodie with rabbit ears, Monica said. <laughs> Which is true, because you, as we all know, Betty is yeah. Team Paul. Very much so. So, yeah, it's it's really exciting. So next week, we have lots of good things in store for us. More more goodies to buy um, from Passion Flicks. Uh, so, the and, and trailer, oh. which will be released on Friday, the day before our, um, oh my gosh, SR is going to witness us and all all fangirl all glory, I think. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. I just had that, that just correlated in my mind that the trailer releases May 1 and then we have him on May 2nd. Um, yeah. so. <laughs> and, and uh, Lauren also said she definitely ordered the Emerson is an ass shirt. <laughs> Monica says, I want one with the dragon tattoo. They should think about that. Oh, I like that idea too. Oh, that would be a good one too. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, that would, that could be really cool. Actually, I wonder if they would consider doing that. They probably wouldn't release it until after the um, reveal, right? I, I I don't think we've we haven't seen the dragon tattoo fully. A spoiler have we? man. Spoiler he he posted man it out there. Right, a little bit, but not the full one, right? Or was it the I, full I, one? I don't. I I so I don't know whether it was the full one or not, but it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> They have to cover up, I don't know how many tattoos on him, yeah. on his arm, but, you know, we paint the one that's on the chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow. I know. So. What a job. I know. I volunteer. <laughs> well, it's got to be It'd be tough. a rough job, so. but I, I volunteer. I think, Somebody was it Ashley? Is Ashley the um, makeup artist? Am I, I so, yes. re- remembering her name right? Yeah. She was phenomenal. I mean, she, she was, was on it constantly. The attention yeah, I, to detail I, she showed was really had impressive. And, they had this special bag in each of the uh, like the products, like a lip balm, stuff like that. And had Julio's, Melanie's, mm-hmm. Jane's. Mm-hmm. 
Marco. Yeah, I just yeah. it was just the way he did it was good. Yeah, so. and and her her constant she was on hair the hair. Uh, <laughs> Oh, when, when her Lorraine and um, the costume out. and makeup <laughs> artists were on it. Like, like that team was just phenomenal. They were. Kenzie, Kenzie's holding out for the mug. Yeah. I can't so. wait to see what they, what they do, what they, what they're, what they're showing and sharing with us. So, and also as an aside for passion flicks news, I, I mentioned at the top of the hour that, um, I binge watched all Passion Pods. Highly recommend it, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Um, really, really great, uh, really great content for all three um, so they're far. On they're on YouTube. Easy to access. Really entertaining. Um, and I just, I, I, I want to share too that um, the last one with Jody Ellen Malthus. Uh, they are on the hunt for Jesse Ward. So hashtag finding Jesse Ward. If you have any suggestions on who could portray this beloved character in the, this man series, send them their way. They want actors only, no models, please. So, um, yeah, if you have, I, I have to say I was with, um, Allie, uh, their director of PR, had mentioned her ideal, like if but money was no object and you could get um, people who aren't in contracts for months and years out. She said Charlie Dunham. And I thought, hmm, yes, that resonated with me. I totally, I'm, I'm completely with her on that. I can see that. I think he would be phenomenal. Um, and I have every confidence they are going to find someone with that rugged, um, powerful um, presence, that charisma that Jesse just exudes everywhere. Um, I think it'll be really, really good. Annette says she's been racking her brain on that one. He's a tough one. I know. And that's why for me, because I was like, oh, I want to try and be helpful. And I'm kind of looking through and I'm like, boy, I'm not, I'm not finding anyone. And when she said Charlie, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. If you could have anyone in the universe, I think he would be really good. So that just helped clarify my my thinking a little bit so yep if you have any ideas send them their way because they will um they they do they they check they really check and they pay attention to what the fans say so which is why we love the platform so much Lori says it'll be hard to so hard to cast but they will do it perfectly yes hey i mean look they found julio that is you know, that is enough. I mean, the fact that they were able to cast all these films so well, it's just exciting. Lauren said Alexander Skarsgård is her perfect Jesse Ward. Yes, he was the other one that they mentioned, and I totally could see that as well. Yes, can you imagine? Mm, it's going to be a great film. I'm can, very, very excited. We can dream. We can dream. Yes. So, so speaking of dreaming... We are now the last dreaming about our, our beloved Nicholas and Acacia and the... Uh, they'll be made into a movie someday. Oh, I would love that, right? Wouldn't that all be so good? That would be great. We'll have to send that suggestion. They're always looking for suggestions at Passion Flicks. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lauren's, Lauren's busy reading all the time. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling she already read that one, but we'll have to see. 
So chapter 66, Pam, how about I read the first one and then you read the rest? Sure, sure. Okay. So Nicholas cut the ribbon and presents Riva Casserer Memorial Hall. So they are now coming full circle um, from where they started, and he is now presenting this grand opening of this really special exhibit space. His shoulder had healed, and he was able to use his arm with ease. After the applause, photographers were taking pictures of Nicholas and his parents, shaking hands with the museum curator. Standing behind them was Acacia, applauding, wiping a tear from her cheek as Nicholas embraced her parents, his parents. He still had a scar, but the surgery was scheduled in two weeks. He reached for her, and Acacia stepped forward. He kissed her chastely and rested his arm around her shoulder. From the other side, Madame Casserer placed her arm around her waist and hugged her. And I just have to say, before I get into the question we asked, what a beautiful, I mean, again, this is a book that is made for film. I mean, I can just visualize all the nuances of this. Um, and you can just see the scenery, right? You can just see this, this right in front of you. Um, oh, yeah. Just uh, beautifully done. And the emotion behind this, the journey, I mean, this represents that culmination of the journey that that personal journey, that completion, uh, it's just, it's just a very rewarding, um, denouement. And what we asked SR regarding this chapter and this particular scene was why did Nicholas decide to have his scar removed? And SR's response was, I think for Nicholas, it was an acknowledgement that the burden of revenge and guilt was also being removed. And I love that. I mean, we've talked so much about scars and the mentioning and and the, the use of scars in SR's writing. And it's both physical scars as well as uh, the, the hidden scars, the emotional scars. And I just think it's so symbolic that he's removing the scar as a way of lifting that guilt, lifting that revenge, removing, purging it really yeah and, and one of the things i think was a constant reminder for him right what his goal was what his purpose was at that point and now that he's able to move on from that and you know not have he's got everything back ex except obviously for the physical part of his sister he's got everything right. back so why not I right mean, it's makes like easier for him I think it's very powerful I, I just you know I that whole I, I think his SR's choice to include the scar was a very interesting one and I think it really did inform the whole book because it really does kind of symbolize that that pain that anger that that driven dedication to for vengeance without you know without regret um, unfailing uh, you know, the pursuit of, of this type of justice and then his whole evolution. It just was really fascinating. And as Betty writes in the chat room, Nicholas is moving on 
and he's getting a fresh start to a new stage in his life, which I think is very true. So, he's good stuff. Yes. You know, we, we get so wrapped up in the Gabriel's movie and Gabriel's Inferno, but gosh, this book, I'm telling you what, so good. I love these characters. I really, really oh, love these characters. They're great characters. I'm really they hoping know. SR writes more. I know he has I ideas. He I'm really hoping he will because it's just wonderful. And as Karen um, notes in the chat room, like a phoenix to restart, reborn, move on. Exactly. I love no, it. I, and I, Nick, he does have a file mm -hmm. for Nicholas and Acacia. And of course, every time I see something about an art heist, Yes, I know. I think we both do that. I both, I think we both do that. Every time there's some kind of interesting story in the art or the world of art and culture, we're, Pam and I are like sending stuff to send him. Send this to us. So yeah. I'm sure he's got that <laughs> circular file as opposed to the rectangular file. No, I think, I, you know what? I, he loves this stuff. I bet he, I bet he I know, keeps it. I know. Not that he's going to use it all, but. Um, no. I would love for him to get into some and some antiquity stuff, and yeah, I just oh. yeah, like and, that would be very cool. That would I know, cool. I know. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already brainstorming for you, SR. We we're already coming up with plot lines. <laughs> plot lines for you. Yes. <laughs> I I yeah so, I, I see yeah I, I I see a lot of of exciting interesting plot twists that could be coming ahead. Oh yes. Most, most definitely. Mm -hmm. So as Acacia looks around at the Monet, the Degas, and the Renoir, and all of their proper places, she admired uh, Riva's portrait that hung in the center of the room that smiled down on everybody that visited. And then Acacia saw Kate, who gave her two thumbs up. Yay! Standing <laughs> <laughs> next to her was Maria Leah. And this was only her mother's second trip outside of Brazil since her student teaching trip to Jordan before she met Acacia's father and married him. So Acacia is sobered by the, at the memory of her father and her cousin. But she could see for the first time in years that her mother's face was not lined with worry. She was relaxed and happy and now lived without fear and she didn't have to hide anymore. And as she's doing that, she's touching the, the globes of the uh, that um, Nicholas had given her of the lap lapis lazuli and mm. the hamsa that and the pendant, uh, along with the watch that Nicholas had given her. Yep, I visualize it all. Perfect for the mm -hmm. screen. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, short time later Nicholas had told her after they woke up and made love he had another gift for her he held her left hand and kissed it ling lingering on her fourth finger asking her if, if she was happy yes she she was and you and Nicholas looked at his sister's portrait and he could finally look her in the eye and she was placed at peace and, and he could finally find peace as well I love that. Acacia, yeah. And Acacia nodded. He kissed her forehead, and she looked around at her new family and Riva's portrait. And she reflected that in life there is love and loss, faith and doubt, hope and regret. 
but she believed in her heart that like Sisyphus, humanity was at the best when confronted with adversity with determination and courage. She also realized she support and a love of a family made life's burdens much lighter. And Acacia bowed to Riva's portrait. She prayed that Riva would be at peace and said a silent prayer for Nicholas and her new family. Oh, how satisfying. What a beautiful, beautiful way to wrap up this book. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, as I'm, as I'm thinking and listening to you reading the words about like Sisyphus, humanity was at its best when confronted adversary with determination and courage. We are right in that. We are right at that moment, folks. Mm-hmm. We are confronting adversary, adversity worldwide and i i think we are rising i know there's a lot of negative but there's a lot of positive um and we are facing things with determination and courage and we all are seeking each other out to support each other Willie was the one, the culprit this time. Although so? I did call out Snarky. Um, I don't what know. Poor Snarky's doing without having uh, Las Vegas open. I don't know. I feel like Snarky's holed up in a hold up in a Vegas hotel room, uh, having a continual uh, orgy party <laughs> an orgy. That is exactly the word I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> he's in the throes of a nonstop. Party. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh my gosh! So, socially safe distance. <laughs> um, no, there's no not, no socially safe distance from Snarky. I have a feeling. <laughs> I think he probably quarantined with his party pals, and no one's allowed in, and no one's allowed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's saying Snarky is probably still in bed. I, I believe it. Anything's possible. Yes. Anything's yes. possible. It is true. So I think um, this book is just, uh, it's just another great example of uh, the wonderful storytelling SR shares with us. And, um, you know, these characters are just really well written and so, um, so multidimensional. I think that's why we've enjoyed it so much. Um, so I'm, I'm, completely loving that and I'm, I'm laughing uh Lori's saying yeah it definitely was Willie because uh he does not need sleep 
<laughs> no, he does not. So Snarky's in bed, uh, sleeping off his, his hangover <laughs> or um, doing other activities well, without um, being I disturbed. I don't even want to think about his activities. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty says, we love Willie. He doesn't need to be jealous. Of course. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Willie's a fan fave. That he that would be another great casting. Willie would be another oh, really imagine. great. Yes, I can. I can, and I'm putting it out there. Let's let's option uh, the man in a black suit, ladies yes. uh, of pa- passion flicks. I think that would be great. Or I and I mean and the, Florentine uh, uh, <laughs> the Florentine series. Well, we talked to Tosca about that we when did. we were on set because she. I remember she asked. What can you tell me about William mm-hmm. at the end of the book, the blonde-haired guy? Yes. Yes. You never know. And we're like, you definitely want to read that the series. And, series yeah. and, you know, Tosca, one of the things I didn't realize until uh, listening and binge, binge viewing the Passion Pods last night was the fact that she really loves filming period pieces as well. I think she had a lot of fun when they did that for Hollywood Dirt. There was a series of uh, scenes from the 30s and 40s, apparently. I still haven't seen that because I still haven't read that. Um, And I thought, oh, you would have a blast with uh, filming the Florentine series. series. Yeah. Especially going, going back to Middle Ages. So here's my question, and I, I know it's part of the books a little bit, but, you know, the start of, with the Halliday painting of Beatrice walking along the Arno and uh, Dante crossing the Ponte Santa, or the, the Ponte Santa. The Ponte. Mm-hmm. And seeing Beatrice. Ah, oh, I know. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be... A cool story. Yeah, I'm, she may not have done this, so I'm 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 just putting my my hopes and dreams out there a little bit. Um, where they dress Julio and uh, Melanie as Renaissance. Oh, that would be very interesting. I didn't even consider that. That would be very cool. Wouldn't that have been cool? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And they haven't been. They have to go back to Italy, but. I, you know, th- th- this part of the movie's already done, but um, yeah, that would have been, you know, really neat to see that. Like yeah, a, a semi recreation of the um, the of the sighting before yeah. they go into the orchard or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, and uh, Betty and Laurie are both saying they that would be nice. That would be really good, Pam. Mm-hmm. Um, and Laurie noted that. The Florentine series would have to be several movies. It would be epic. Yes, it mm-hmm. totally would be. They would be. They would need to do it um, kind of in this approach with the different chapters. I think. Yeah, I think um, so too. The different parts, and um, <laughs> Betty saying every time I think about that bite on the thigh, <laughs> I get goosebumps. <laughs> I love it. Good Lord, pass the hankies, ladies. Pass the hankies. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> on the low, no one, no one writes a, a romance, a romantic, uh, sexy scene. What did uh, Jodie Ellen Malpas say? Sexy times. Um, no one writes 
that beautifully poetic seduction like SR. It's true. And you know what? Lauren and Tosca and Allie said that in the first podcast that they did um, mm-hmm. about SR's writing and, and the getting, of, especially of Julie and Gabriel, being like mm-hmm. a slow burn. Oh, getting them and the best, the best, the best possible slow burn. He is masterful. Yes, just. He is. And I think that poetry. He is such a poet, and the the way he uses the language is just, mm-hmm. just beyond. It really is. So, so many good things um, from this book. So many good things from Florentine. I'm just grateful we've had a chance to discuss this yes. really great, um, really great story and great characters with all of you over the past. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> How year, many? Two years. <laughs> it's over. A little over two years. It's are almost yeah. two years, right? No, it's after I, two years. Uh, no, it's after two years. We've had our two-year birthday. And it's two years. Over two years. 98 shows. Yes. So, and it's been so much fun. And, you know, I have to thank everybody who's listened far and near and to my partner for all this, you know, stuff that we've put together and discussed. It's been, it's been great. And yeah. we only have good things to look forward to, though, with the old things I know. SR. I mean, we've got SR coming next week and the following week we have Nina because her book comes out this week coming up. Yes, yes. Nina Bocci is joining us May 9th, ladies. I can't remember if we mentioned that or not. So I don't think we have. I don't think we have something else to look forward to. Um, as we always like to say and as SR always taunts us and teases us with, good things are coming. Yes. Um, so he'll be with us next week. Nina is joining us May 9th. So mark your calendars. Her book releases next week. Um, the third book in her really beautiful Hope Valley, Hope Lake, Hope Lake series. And um, definitely want to pick that up because it's, I, I again, I can't every book read I read it. now I want to put on film. Um, but man. I love her characters um, in Hope Lake, and it's just delightful. And I'm reading um, Betty's Imagining What Paul's Book Would Look Like, A Girl Can Dream, Team yes, Paul. of course. Lori's just so happy this is not ending and going on. She would be so sad if it didn't. Now, Lori, you know we couldn't let it end. We would have done. We would have still done something this. under this banner, but we really wanted to expand um, to be able to promote all things SR and all things inspired by SR. Um, because there's so much goodness uh, that comes from his work and the community that's sprung up around it. So um, Karen says, it's been fun, ladies. Lori's looking forward to Nina's new book, too. We can't, yes, I can't believe it's May next week either. And Lauren Lauren says May is her birthday month. So there are many wonderful gifts coming your way, Lauren. Absolutely. And we're still going to be celebrating Kenzie's birthday month. Of course. since she just kind of kicked off her birthday month last this past week. And yes, Karen, I literally have been thinking about that a lot. Roman crazy Crazy. would be great on film. They could do it a couple years out and we can have uh, Julio Julio back back as Marcello. (laughs) Honestly, that would be a hoot and a howl because that book is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So we're very, very excited about the great things to come. Um, one of which is happening in three minutes. So I guess we will bid you adieu. Uh, we should. And many, many thanks to you, Pam, and to everybody who's been listening. Um, this has been a true pleasure. I never uh, envisioned myself being a podcaster, and I'm so glad I've uh, been able to uh, come along for the ride. So thank you fun. for that. It's been yep. fun. The best is yet to come. That's true. So I'm going to end this podcast uh, with the music that we started this podcast with two years ago the theme from peter gunn and now if it'll just play there we go enjoy everybody have a great week see some of you on the chat room and thank you jean ann thank you all thank you